Hey, you're listening to the best in sports podcasting with your host, Jeff Rohr. That'd be me, your host with the most. And today, we're in the Denver Sports Media, so we're going to be covering the biggest sports story so far in the NFL offseason, if you're a Broncos fan, in that Russell Wilson trade. into the best in sports podcasting radio i'm your host jeff roar the denver sports report available on all platforms of podcasting and you can follow me on twitch if you're watching here or you can listen in to me on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasting um with like i, I teased last yeah i teased uh with the last episode that we we're gonna do something with the March Madness that was coming along, but unfortunately, the Broncos, actually not unfortunately, fortunately, the Denver Broncos had to go and trade for Russell Wilson, quarterback, former, my bad, former quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks. Um, he's no longer a part of the Seahawks organization. He's a, now a Denver Bronco, the team that he did beat in Super Bowl forty-eight. Um... So, there's obviously a, uh, if you, as you can see on the screen, there's obviously a lot of, uh, as, as well, we're streaming this on Twitch uh, live, uh, the, if you're listening in on an audio app, uh, we're, I'm streaming this live on Twitch as well. Um, there's been a lot of takes from many different uh, people in the sports media industry on this, some good, some bad, um, but from what I've seen, a lot of the... I'm a Broncos fan, so... Personally, I'm extremely hyped about this because it's been six years since we've had a quarterback worthwhile in this town. Um, I kind of... Over this past week, I forgot how nice it was to have your sports team talked about constantly by the national media. I forgot how enjoyable it was to be constantly in the news. Um... So if we're, we'll just go quickly look in here with the, let me kill the audio on that. Um, look at the trade itself. The Broncos traded, uh, wait, nope, not what I want. Yeah, wait, here it is. Yeah, the trade that the Broncos gave to the Seattle Seahawks to Landros Wilson, who also had to sign his no trade clause, was the Broncos sent to the Seattle Seahawks. They sent former Second round pick, quarterback Drew Locke. Defensive tackle Shelby Harris, who's a nice veteran. Then tight end, former first round pick Noah Fant, along with two first round picks, two second round picks, and a fifth rounder. And in return, the Broncos got Russell Wilson and an additional fifth round pick. Uh, fourth round pick, not, not fifth round pick. They got an additional fourth round pick back from the Seahawks along with Russell Wilson. Um, with this, a lot of people are saying the Broncos gave up too much. The Broncos still have a top 
They still have three or four top 100. They actually, they have three top 100 picks, five top 120 picks still in this upcoming draft. Like, it really does not matter. The Broncos gave up a lot, but they still got a lot. They didn't have to give up much in terms of their receiving court. They had to give up Noah Fenton, who's been very up and down, in my opinion. He's either really good, really bad, really good, really bad. He's just not a consistent tight end. And he's not that great of a blocker. I mean, that's not what the Broncos initially drafted him to be was a blocker. But you would hope for a little bit better in terms of just a first-round tight end. Um, but still, the Broncos didn't have to give up Jerry Judy, who honestly, in my opinion, is on the bubble to make a big run at being a top-tier tight end. Uh, not tight end, wide receiver. Uh, you got Corlin Sutton, the former 1,000-yard receiver who's last season was battling back from tearing his ACL. T uh, Tim Patrick, who's a very reliable target to throw to. I think he has, like, one or two drops in, like, three in the past three seasons. So he's not doing – Tim Patrick's, honestly, he, he's just so sheer-handed. Then you have a speedster in K.J. Hamler who can try to take the top off of defense. I'm not going to try to say Albert O's last name. Um, then we have tight end Albert O from Missouri, who initially came in as Drew Locke's running partner because they both went to Missouri at the same time. But Drew Locke's no longer on the team. Albert O is. And Albert O showed a lot of promise uh, last year as a tight end. Um, so you got Albert O. And then you got Javante Williams, who, while splitting carries with. Melvin Gordon was still a top-tier running back. I think he, he had... What was? Let's take a look at Javante Williams' yards last season. Because last season, yeah, Javante Williams on 203 attempts for 903 yards. He had four touchdowns, four interceptions for 316 yards. So he had seven to total touchdowns last season in his rookie year while splitting touches with a more known and secured veteran in... Melvin Gordon. So when you're splitting carries with a top tier, sorry to take a drink of water. While you're splitting carries with a top tier running back, not I mean he's not top tier anymore. But you split carries with a guy who is still really good at running back in Melvin Gordon, and you're nearly having a thousand yards. And I think the stat that. Javante carried heavily this year was the fact he broke, he had the most forced missed tackles since um, prime beast mode back in like 2012 when Marshawn Lynch was the guy yeah, out in Seattle, I think. Yeah, he had, he had the most forced missed tackles outside a running back not named. <clears throat> Marshawn Lynch. Um, and if you listened into like Seattle media at all, uh, there was reports coming that Russell Wilson wasn't going to be traded. Those were coming from Pete Carroll, top the guys at the top. Um, they're like, yeah, we're not trading Russell. We're not trading Russell. And then, lo and behold, Russell Wilson gets traded to the Denver Broncos later on. Um, if you're watching on Twitch, we're going to do something a little fun here. Uh, you can also go watch this on my YouTube channel. We're going to take over the Denver Broncos. And we're going to do a little cap simulation with them. So, with this cap simulator, you can go in, 
be a faux GM. Um, so I'm going to faux GM the Broncos and try to help rebuild this team around Russell Wilson and see what the Broncos' moves could potentially be with this free agency coming up. Um, my first moves, I'm going to just go through. Uh, we're going to go from the top, Russell Wilson. We're not going to cut him at all because that'd be dumb. You just traded two first-round picks for this guy. Uh, he has a $32 million cap hit, a $52 million dead money, so you're losing a lot of money. You have Garrett Bowles, who's a $21 million cap hit. In my opinion, this guy right here, Garrett Bowles, is the is my main concern with this Russell Wilson trade because he goes from having a mobile-ish quarterback in Drew Locke, who he was protecting well enough, to a very... To a guy who ad-libs plays a lot more in Russell Wilson, um, I'm worried Garrett Bowles might go, might revert back to being a holding call happy tackle. So I'm kind of worried about Garrett Bowles coming into this next season um, with him previously having issues of holding about 10, 12, 13 times a season. I'm worried about him reverting back to that. Um... Uh, so this is like the one t one offensive lineman I'm super worried about not being able to transition properly from the old system to the new system with Russell Wilson at your quarterback. Uh, Justin Simmons, always an elite guy. Um, one guy that I think we we could we should potentially move on from, but if he if he didn't hit have such a major cap hit, would be Ron Darby. Um, one guy I'm. Quite can I think the Broncos need to pair him with somebody so Bradley Chubb can go back to that Pro Bowl level. I don't think Bradley Chubb can ever get back to that Pro Bowl level because of his consistent lower leg issues. Um, Bradley Chubb is a guy that the Broncos might want to look to move on from with this upcoming potential retooling because this isn't a rebuild. Uh, we're kind of in a win now. We might move on from Bradley Chubb to get a better guy to help with the win now mentality we could be going into. Then if Graham Glas Glasgow can stay healthy, that's a really good option for the Broncos to consistently play around in Graham Glasgow. Um, it's a guy that you want to be healthy because he's a very good guard, but you also have options behind him. You got Dalton Reisner on the left side, but you also have Quinn Miners who can play that right guard position. Natane Moody who can play that right guard position, and they're both good young talents. Broncos can play around and not have to worry with Graham Glass now being on the team. They could potentially move on from him. Then you have the number nine pick from number ten pick from last draft, Patrick PS two, Patrick Sertan the second who proved to be the most pro-ready cornerback out of that entire draft. So you're happy with what you got out of Pat Sertan because uh, General Manager George Payton got a lot of flack back from the Denver media when it came to picking Pat Sertan because we were needing a quarterback at the time. But he went and got uh, the top-tier cornerback from that draft in Pat Sertan, who he played very well in a rookie year, um, even... Hall of Famer Champ Bailey, who used to be the Bron who used to be a Bronco, gave Patrick Sertan a vote of confidence. He said, uh, Patrick Sertan is more pro ready than I am at when I came to the league and I was already very good coming into the league. And though the guy who needs to 
who this trade needs to benefit the most, in my opinion, is Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy needs to take a step forward as a top-tier wide receiver. We brought him in with a high pick. He's been middling. He's been a solid, like, 3-4 option. But Jerry Judy needs to take that step forward. Uh, he needs to stop worrying about having drops. Because um, whenever, if you ever watch Jerry Judy in a game, he lets any kind of drop that he has get to him and it affects his entire game uh that's the one guy i would look for i would look to to improve heavily this season is jerry judy um he just needs to take that step forward as one of those top tier wide receivers and show why the broncos picked him so high in the draft that we took him uh, one guy that i would move on from is calvin anderson he's an out he's a right tackle Broncos just need to retool that right tackle position to help themselves improve there and keep Russell Wilson more upright than when he was in Seattle. Then a defensive lineman I would personally move on from as well as Deshaun Williams. Is Deshaun Williams. Um, he's kind of a depth guy. You can go find a depth guy that's two and a half million. You just get right back into yourself. Um, Draymond Jones, this is the only guy from that 20, what was the 2017, 2018 draft, correct? When did Noah Fan get drafted? Was it 2017 or 2018? I, the 2019 draft. Yeah, he's the last guy, Draymond Jones is this last guy from that Broncos 2019 draft, basically John Elway's last <clears throat> That was John Elway's last draft as the general manager of the Broncos. This is the sole survivor from that draft class is Draymond Jones. He's shown promise. He's shown flashes of being a good player. He just needs to find more consistency in his play to be that top tier. Uh, we just need him to be a run stopper and help to like pressure the quarterback a little bit, but he's not going to be getting to the quarterback that much. He just needs to help emphasize the benefits of our defense in our secondary of Justin Simmons of Patrick's hand um, in my opinion the Broncos need to go and get another cornerback because all the cornerbacks we brought in last season in Ronald Darby in uh, I got an H in my nose uh, my apologies and, and Ron Darby and like all the other guys we brought in we just need to find a guy who can complement Patrick Tan a lot more. One guy that I consistently look to is Dante Jackson. Um, he's a guy I personally like. He's very fast, so he I mean, you're in the AFC West, so you have Tyreek Hill. You need a guy who can cover Tyreek Hill and run down the field with Tyreek. The guy I like is Dante Jackson. He's a little smaller in terms of cornerback, but... He's not ruling out his return to the Carolina Panthers, but the guy I'd like personally in this free agency class for the uh, secondary cornerback would be a Dante Jackson because he helps you to cover that downfield ball that <clears throat> Tyreek Hill always seems to get open for. Um, then a couple other guys. I mean, we got Albert O. He, I, I feel like he could take a big step forward in terms of being the guy that we thought Noah Fant was going to be. Uh, he's fast. He's actually a lot better blocker than Noah Fant. Uh, so Albert, Alberto, I'm not going to try to say his last name. So Alberto is a guy I would look to see 
taking a major step forward. Um, then another guy I personally think should be he needs to improve to keep his position on the team, or if we might move on from him, is Lloyd Cushenberry. Uh, he's not doing great in terms of being a center, but he's not doing bad. He's just, I think he's just uh, struggling to advance to the speed of the NFL because he was a good, he was a good center playing for LSU in college, but he's fully struck. He hasn't, he's struggled at points to adapt to, to add, not adapt, um, yeah, it is a tough. Uh, he struggled to adapt to the NFL speed compared to the college speed in his two seasons in the NFL. So Lloyd Cushenberry is a guy who's playing well but not great. Um, another guy I'd move on from is Levante Bellamy. That's two and a half million you saved just off the top. Again, same thing with Nate McCray. <laughs> yeah, Nate McCray, uh, two and a half million you saved. So there's ten million right there you're saving. Um, another another depth guy, Cody Conway, just got him. That's another two and a half million you're saving. Like you're just saving a little bit of money with these older veterans who are just depth guys that you can move on from. You don't need to keep them on the team. You can cut them, save save some money. Um, you save some money by cutting those guys. Make sure you help advance your cap space because at this point you cut those guys, you're up to 61 million in cap. Even though that's this isn't fully accurate because right now I believe the Broncos, um, I do believe the Broncos have about like 24 million in cap space. Um, so it's not this isn't a fully accurate simulator, but it's just a fun little thing to do. Um, I've been looking at it and just been kind of enjoying it. So then we can look at it. Matt Ryan, restructure, Tredavious White, Leo Collins. This is around the league, what everybody else has done. Um, this is what everybody else has done around the league. <clears throat> so it doesn't give you an idea what's going to be here. Rocky Sin cut by the Colts. That's actually uh, for yeah, I think he was drafted by the Broncos and traded to the Colts. So that's a interesting idea person to look to he could come in maybe be like a third or fourth just depth option for the Broncos if in the simulation that we're doing right now um, obviously Teddy Bridgewater's there we're not going to resign him because we got there's no point uh, we got we got Russell Wilson um, this one no makes no sense because Royce Freeman's not in the system anymore in real life Deshaun Hamilton just got cut uh, Nagamba Kasu is not even on our team. Stephen Weatherly. Like there, there's obviously a few issues like Deshaun's cut. Royce Freeman's in the, I believe, Texans organization right now. Nagamba Kasu's down in Tampa Bay. Um, so it's not fully accurate because I don't think Royce Freeman or Nagamba Kasu's not even. Let me double check. Nagamba Kasu. He's not even on our team, is he? No, he's on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, he's on the Bucks, so not fully accurate, but, you know. Um, the few guys that I would look to personally for the Broncos to bring back, one guy I think they need to bring back is Josie Jewell. Um, he's, a, he's a hustle player. He does. He works very hard. He puts in the work. 
Then another guy the Broncos should be looking to bring back. Is he even on here? No, there's the other guy that I think the Broncos should look to bring back is the guy they traded Von Miller. F they essentially traded Von Miller for from the Rams. I can't remember his name. It's, it's slipping my mind. But Josie Jewell and the guy we got from the Rams for the fourth round pick is the guy that the Broncos should be looking to bring back. Like Josie Jewell, hustle player, even though he got injured, I'd offer Josie Jewell probably like eight mil a year. For like two, for like three years and guarantee 70% of the money. So you bring back Josie Jewell, you go out, you get your guy back in Josie Jewell, you go bring, uh, honestly Bryce Callahan was the best free agency slash trade option we brought back into the Broncos organization from, why is my mic not recording? Oh, it is recording, cool. Um, so, yeah, Josie Jewell, he's the guy that I would want to bring back along with <clears throat> Bryce Callahan. I'm, my name's just slipping in my mind. I don't know, Bryce Callahan's a really good slot option. I'd offer him like nine mil a year. He's like, I believe, how old is Bryce Callahan? I think he's like 29. Yeah, never mind. He's 30. So, yeah, Bryce Callahan, really good player. Just offer him like 9 mil, 7%. Bring him back. Get him back under the roof. You have your cornerback issue. You have your middle linebacker issue somewhat solved. You still got to go get an offensive tackle. You need to, honestly, I'd let Melvin Gordon walk personally. Even though Melvin Gordon has expressed interest in coming back to the Denver Broncos. You gotta go forward with uh, Javante Williams as the guy on the roster. You can't just let Javante sit behind or compliment. Uh, I I know the league's now into a running back by committee, but Javante Williams kind of shown that the flashes of him being able to be that top tier running back in the league and be the workhorse that the Broncos need from a running back. So it's not too crazy to think that Javante could get like just a guy on the roster to help give him breathers when it comes to going on from the field him just give him like every other third down to take Javante off the field bring him back Javante Williams uh, gives me the like the vibes of a beast mode in <clears throat> sorry a little headish. Um, and Marshawn Lynch, I mean, that's how Russell Wilson is most successful, is with a really good running game to complement him. So if you go get a Javante Williams, you go get somebody just to complement Javante Williams, and then that complements Russell Wilson. You gotta build this team around Russell Wilson personally, in my opinion. But that, uh, that you just go get those guys, bring them back. Let's just look, let's see if we see anything worthwhile in this simulation here. Randy Gregory resigned. That's one guy I was I if because I don't think he's uh, this is actually going to happen. Here's Randy Gregory resigning with the Dallas Cowboys. That's a guy I would look for the Broncos to go out and get. Is Randy Gregory? He's a tall, fast. He's not really that fast. He's just a tall edge rusher. He's similar to Shelby Harris, who we just got rid of. He's similar to Shelby in his play. He's a tall effort guy who works hard. 
So in in actuality, this is a guy I could see the Broncos going out and getting as a potential edge rusher on the D line is Randy Gregory. Um, see if there's anything else worthwhile reading through here. Um, I'll say nothing crazy. Uh, this one I don't see actually happening. Is Chandler Jones resigning with the Arizona Cardinals? This is a free agent guy that I could see the Broncos go out and getting as well. Is Chandler is Chandler Jones if if they want a guy that can play two to three years? Is Chandler Jones? Um, they go get Chandler Jones to help complement Bradley Chubb on the opposite side of the ball. Um, if they're wanting to if they're wanting to go full win win now mode, they go get Chandler Jones. But that that's not there. Um, we look at this. Uh, there's ah, oh, there's the offensive option. Here's a few options that we could look to decide for the Broncos to sign in the simulation. One guy I kind of like personally is Micah Kaiser. He's uh, he's a very good effort guy. He would be a really nice depth piece for the Broncos. Is Micah Kaiser? Um, he's he'd be a nice. Just switch in every like every other down just to give a guy a breather guy. Um, we look at QB. We don't need to. Uh, we don't have to now, which is a nice. Which is just feels nice as a Broncos fan. Finally, you don't have to look at oh, what's there available on the QB free agency market. It's a nice option to finally have after six years of twelve different. <laughs> Of a, not eleven, eleven different quarterbacks since Peyton Manning retired, we finally get to relish in the fact that we have a guy in Russell Wilson who just is very good in terms of just his play. Um, he's a Pro Bowler nine time. Obviously, he has the. I think he has the stat for the second most wins of all time in their first 10 years of being a player on second only to Peyton Manning who I think Russell has 296 wins and at the same time 10 years in Peyton Manning had like 302 so people are there's people out there saying Russell Wilson's washed personally I don't think that at all I think that's just personally I'm gonna I'm just gonna be a little hot, bit of a hot take uh, I personally think that's the Seattle faithful taking a hot take about them losing their Pro Bowl quarterback and just trying to downplay the fact that they lost their franchise QB to a trade that kind of benefits them, but that Seattle organization has constantly struggled to make it work in terms of drafting they've missed a lot on drafting they've reached on players that haven't worked out and then they've stumbled into some good players uh, about the best player they've drafted in the like the past five seasons is dk metcalf and he kind of just fell into their lap because of dk's lackluster three cone drill that he had at the nfl combine that year that he did participate um, so yeah, you had DK, who's the best player in like the past five seasons of the Seahawks drafting that they've actually hit on, with being a worthwhile option of a draft pick for them. 
Um, and I'm obviously going to have a complimentary running back for Javante. Um, personally, I would like Leonard Fournette, but he's a little bit expen- He's a little bit on the expensive side, and he would be taking too many carries off of Javante. Um, the guy I actually would look to to be that complimentary running back would be uh, Naheem Hines. I would just offer like Naheem like three mil for like two years because you you just want a guy who compliments Javante and and helps him to be better. Um, yeah, that's the guy I would look personally to in this free agency class is a Naheem Hines because you just get a guy who can come in and help Javante when Javante needs a breather. We honestly don't really need any wide receivers out of this simulation. Um, we already have quite a few good options. Uh, the only guy I would consider out of this would potentially bring back Emmanuel Sanders. Because Emmanuel honestly deserves to get that second ring. Um, in my opinion, he's a very good player for the Broncos. Was a very good player for the Broncos. So you bring him back, help him to be better. Then, because of the Noah Fant trade, you obviously need to go and get yourself a good tight end. If the Broncos are wanting to do a... This is one of the deeper tight end free agency classes I've seen in a while. <clears throat> um, in Zach Ertz, in Gerald Everett, in Evan Ingram, Robert Tanyan, O.J. Howard, Jimmy Graham, who... And this guy's a little bit of... He's kind of washed up, in my opinion, at this point, but... That's what happens when you get older. Zach Ertz is still a solid option, but he's a little bit older. I personally, if if I'm George, I'm just putting myself in the mind of George Payton right now. If I'm, yeah, and it's George Payton, even though it's, it's spelled Patton, it's Payton. That's that's the one thing that annoys me when people talk about the Broncos is you need to go get yourself a tight end. I want to go younger and stay younger. I would honestly go get an Evan Ingram, offer him like ten million, uh, not ten million. That's a lot of money for a tight end. Eight and a half million per year. And he's younger, so you you could honestly give him a four-year contract. Have option, have ish, have no issues for the future ahead. You go get an Evan Ingram. You, come, you get a guy that compliments Albert O. You get a guy that compliments Albert O. Go get a guy for... <clears throat> Russell Wilson to have another target. He's fast. He's injury prone, but that's why you have a guy like Alberto who's consistent day in day out in terms of not getting hurt too badly. Um, then you got to go and fix your offensive tackle. Honestly, I would love to get Teron Armstead, but I think he's a little bit out of the Broncos' price range. Um, the guy I would actually look to is Trent Brown. You would offer him whatever you go and get. A, an all-pro to Pro Bowl talent and tackle in Trent Brown. You offer him a four-year contract because I do believe Trent Brown's still a little bit younger of a guy. I think he's 27, 28. Yeah, so 28. So, you got, yeah, you get Trent Brown, younger guy, in terms of the tackles that are on the market. You go out. You go. You go get yourself a Trent Brown. You fix that issue of Trent Brown not being there on your team. You help just depth 
you just go get yourself a top tier right tackle to protect Russell Wilson. Because you got. Because <clears throat> you do have. I can't remember his name. He's right here, isn't it? Because <laughs> you do have. I even went in on him a little bit too. Yeah, you have Garrett Bowles. I'm literally looking at his name at the top of the list. You have Garrett Bowles on the left side. You go get Trent Brown to protect the right side. So you go and get your, make sure Russ Wilson is protected. You go make sure Russ Wilson is protected and is feel secure in playing with the Broncos organization. You go and make sure he doesn't have any issues like he did in Seattle. If you're George Payton, Russell Wilson comes up to you. Hey, George, can you go get this for me? Yes, Russell, I can. That That's all the conversation needs. You, Russell Wilson honestly wants to take more of a leadership role in building a team. You go and build a team around Russell Wilson. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Then you just got to go get a depth guy here, obviously. Nothing crazy like Jermaine Afaiti. I cannot say his name. You go and offer him like two, two million a year uh, for like two years because you're not really gonna keep him. Offer him fifty percent. Go get just go get yourself a depth guy. Don't have to worry. Then one guy I keep forgetting is a free agent is Davion Clowney. I think it's not a guy you want to go get if you're the Broncos. He's a little bit out of your price range if anything you see this guy on the free agency market you go and bring back the broncos all-time sack leader you bring back von miller he said he might take a hometown discount so we're gonna offer him a hometown discount eight and a half million for four years guaranteed 90 percent of it you bring back yourself von miller you go get yourself Von Miller. Make sure he is back under your roof. You let him go win a ring, but you bring Von Miller back. That's a guy that you cannot let off out of your organization any longer than he already has been. Then the other guy who is a free agent but wasn't able to be re-signed in this uh, capture simulator is Kenny Young. He's an effort guy that you bring back. Um, he's a good player, so you go and offer him about 5 mil for <clears throat> like three years because he's a good effort guy 70% of it it's secured but then you gotta go, maybe look to get yourselves a top tier in interior lineman um, you, honestly personally this is a guy I personally like is Leighton Van Der Esch um, you go and get yourself a Leighton Van Der Esch he's not been consistent since his rookie year but he's still a good interior linebacker option um but if you're wanting to get one of the like top tier guys you have to trade for them but you can just get options that fill here and there and like i said you go and get a dante jackson if you can't get bryce callahan to re-sign with the broncos you go get yourselves a dante jackson compliment ps2 safety wise you have cream jackson personally i'd let cream walk the guy I would look to bring in a strong safety despite him having that serious injury last season would be Jabril Peppers. Um, you go get Jabril Peppers for about $8 million a year. For like for about four years, you guarantee 85% of it. You offer them to that. You get Jabril. 
he'll be back. Then a guy, personally, I think that would be a great just depth piece because you can put him middle linebacker, can put him safety, can put him slot corner is Keanu Neal. You go get a Keanu Neal because you just want a guy who can play anywhere and everywhere on your team. Uh, you don't really – he's a positionless player. He's a very good player, personally. I think the Broncos should honestly go and get is Keanu Neal. Despite people probably, why do you need Keanu Neal? Because he can play middle linebacker if we need. Can play strong safety. Can play free safety. Can play slot corner. Keanu Neal's a everywhere player. So then, if you get any of those guys, so Kenny Young declined, Jermaine Ofiedi declined, but we got Von Miller back under the roof. We got Trent Brown. We got Evan Ingram. We got Naheem Hines. We got Keanu. We got Jabril. So our safety issues solved we're all good there my cats want to get attention right now um so uh weird one here seattle seahawks go and sign Rand fitzpatrick to fit their issue they go get Rand fitzpatrick uh to play probably starting quarterback um this is a weird one for me i don't see this happening is teddy bridgewater going to the detroit lions So we got 19 million still in cap, but this is a simulation, obviously. We got Vaughn back. We still have to go figure out that guard situation and defensive line situation. Um, personally, a guy I'd bring back, but probably just because just I remember him from the Super Bowl 50 team is Malik Jackson, but you don't really need to bring him back. Um, you just got to go get yourself a depth guy. There's nobody really crazy out there defensive lineman wise um, you just go get a guy who can just play snaps and can do it at a high rate honestly just because I like him you go get yourself a Malik Jackson <clears throat> get offer him four and a half million two year guarantee six percent go get him whatever just go get yourself a depth guy who can play, who can just touch the ball and do it at a rate that you need. Yes, hi, cat. Hi, my cat, yes. Um, if you don't get that guy, uh, that's your main fighty guy, you go out and get yourself Connor Williams. As I said, just a depth guy. It doesn't have to be any, anything really crazy for him to come to the team. If I could do commas, that'd be great. Um, you go and get a guy who just played depth. Doesn't have to be anybody crazy. So, Lake Jackson declined our offer. Dope. So then, defensive lineman. I'm just still going to go try to sign Lake Jackson again. I'll offer him $5 million a year for three years and guarantee 70 of it. Let's just go get Malik. Malik doesn't want to sign. That that this is one I could see potentially happening is Jameis going to the Carolina Panthers here on a bigger offer. I think Jameis can play at the end of the league. He should be playing in the league. But that's just my ideas on him as a player. Still want Malik Jackson. What's it gonna take to get you here, Malik? Six mil for three years on a 75% guarantee. That can get you here, Malik. 
cool. So you get Malik. Um, obviously, this is a simulation. I'm not George Payton at all, and this isn't fully accurate um, because the Broncos did, wouldn't have $70 million in cap. But I think this is a pretty good fix. Uh, honestly, you could go back in. Go get honestly get Kenny Young. He's a good depth guy. Um, he's offered him seven million. For he's a he came in played at a very high level after he traded Von Miller. <coughs> All right, so instead we're gonna go <coughs> get ourselves Leighton Vanderish because I'm tired of trying to resign Kenny Young. We'll offer him a bigger contract than Kenny Young too. Cool. You go get Leighton Vander Esch. You have a white middle linebacker core of Leighton Vander Esch and Josie Jewell. Um, personally, I think this is a much better looking O-line option on that right tackle option. Heavily in Trent Brown. You go get yourself an Evan Ingram to replace Noah Fant. Similar style to Noah Fant, but Noah Evan Ingram's a little bit better of a blocker than Noah Fant. And you get somebody that complements Albert O. Just because I like him, Malik Jackson, probably not going to get re-signed to the Broncos. Connor Williams, just random depth piece to fit the team's needs. You get Jabril Peppers, you get uh, everywhere player Keanu Neal. You bring back Bryce Callahan, get him back under your roof. And honestly, I, that's the team I would, I'd like to look. So if we look back at this, we cut Levante Balmy, Nate McRae, Cody Conway, Calvin Anderson, Deshaun Williams. We cut all those guys. Then we came in and signed Josie Jewell, signed Bryce Callahan, signed Naheem Hines, signed Evan Ingram, signed Trent Brown, brought back Von Miller, signed Keanu Neal, signed Jabril Peppers, signed Connor Williams, and signed Malik Jackson. And again, we brought, because we couldn't get Kenny Young to sign a contract, we brought in Leighton Vander Esch. Um, I like the way I built this because I went and got the main needs the Broncos need to fill in the tackle in the edge rusher if Von Miller doesn't resign with the Los Angeles Rams Von Miller should be come back and be a Bronco I don't know if he's going to come back as 40 or come back as 58 if we do bring him back um, but personally I think Von Miller's a guy you need to bring back if you're in the Broncos organization he's a good player for the Broncos when he was here he's a good community guy he's a good locker room leader <coughs> And he's uh, still, even though people are saying Von Miller's washed up a little bit, I've heard some people in my own friend group say, yeah, Von Miller's washed up. He's not good anymore. Von Miller is still a very high-quality linebacker. You don't. You can't, you can't mistake Von Miller. I think he has like 120 sacks in his career. 115 and a half sacks. So you can't discredit a guy who has over 100 sacks in his career. He's been a very good player no matter what. Von Miller's <clears throat> a high quality player. Doesn't matter. A good player. Um, we're gonna. I'm gonna take a quick break here, um, and we'll be right.
Jeff Roy here, your host of the Denver Sports Report. Question for you, do you consider yourself a casual gamer? Do you want to compete in your favorite video game in a more competitive nature? Grin Esports can help you find an amateur team in their gaming organization. So come and join the Grin Esports community today. Go and follow them over on Twitter at Grin Esports and join the Grin Esports Discord channel. Go and connect with fellow gamers and be part of one of the fastest growing esports organizations. The Denver Sports Report is brought to you by Mary Todd Lincoln Dota. The Mary Todd Lincoln Dota 2 organization is for cool guys and gals that are into trying hard, talking strategy, and keeping a calm mind. They have two teams that participate in league play in Dota's premier amateur league, AD2L, but they also host various events for their Discord community, such as the annual MTL Awards Gala and Pudge Wars. <laughs> All hosted by MTL. As a group and community, they hold everyone to the highest standards of being respectful towards women, minorities, and techies players. Become part of the kindest Discord and Dota community, Mary Todd Lincoln Dota. We are back. Um, the second part, honestly, just gonna be my personal like. My the second part is just gonna be my personal expectations for the Broncos. We're just gonna go look at their 2022 schedule here. That's not. The Yeah, we're just going to look at their 2022 NFL schedule and personally what I think the results of those are going to be. It's recording? Cool. So that's recording still. Good, 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 good. Okay. So personally, we're just going to go from the top to bottom. <clears throat> at home against the Chiefs, I think this is going to be a win. Personally, I just think this is the time the Broncos finally take that step forward past the Chiefs just constantly beating them I think the Broncos finally get a win over the Chiefs with Russell Wilson as the quarterback at home against the Chiefs because even without Russell Wilson on the road at <clears throat> at Arrowhead the Broncos played the Chiefs close in a week that Melvin Gordon was out hurt I at home against the Chargers I think the Broncos win this game against the Chargers Against the Raiders at home, I think they win this game against the Raiders. That's going to be a win so far. Uh, this isn't completely in order of when these are going to happen because everything's to be announced. Uh, against the Texans at home, that's going to be a win. At home against the Colts, even depending on if whoever the Colts quarterback is, I think this is going to be a win. At home against the Cardinals, I think the Broncos can pull out a victory against the Cardinals at home. Um, this is the one where I think the Broncos might end up actually... This might be the one game the Broncos do lose at home next year is against the San Francisco 49ers. Because the Niners always come into Denver or whenever we go out to San Francisco, the Broncos seem to just struggle playing against the Niners. It's been that way since Elway was the quarterback. Um, 
on the road against the Jaguars. Personally, I think this is going to be an easy win. The Jaguars, can, we can, we'll just kind of roll over them. Um, at the Chiefs, I think we do lose this game at, at Arrowhead. We do lose this game against the Chiefs. Um, then against the Raiders at Allegiant Stadium, I think the Broncos go into Allegiant Stadium, get a win. At SoFi Stadium, I think we're going to go 4-2 and two in division play. I think we lose at SoFi to the Chargers. Then we play the Rams at SoFi again, so we get to play at SoFi twice next year. Um, the Rams, I think we go, if they have Vaughn, we go in and lose. If they don't have Vaughn, we might pull out a close victory. At Nissan Stadium in Nashville against the Tennessee Titans, I personally think this might be a loss just because the Tennessee Titans are a tough team at home. They're hard to beat at home. Then the Seattle Seahawks, they're, I, we're just going to go into Lumen Stadium, Lumen Field, my bad. Lumen Field just absolutely. Russell Wilson's going to go on a revenge game, go and beat the Seahawks, even though there's not a lot of bad beef. Another team the Broncos just poorly play on the road is the Baltimore Ravens. All you have to do is go look back to the 20, I think it's 2013 postseason when Joe Flacco had that amazing postseason run against the Broncos where won the game against the Broncos took that helped to lead the Joe Flacco led Ravens to the Super Bowl. The Broncos just struggle playing at M&T Bank Stadium. They always have. I don't know why. It's just a place that they go and struggle. Uh, against the Panthers, that we're just going to go into Bank of America Stadium, and I think we're just going to roll the Panthers at home. Then the last game at home against the New York Jets, we're just going to roll the Jets at home. Um, so if I'm going to go through, so 11-5. Personally, I think the Broncos are going to end up 12-5 and five next season just by my initial looking at without having gotten into free agency and seeing what the Broncos get out of players in terms of free agency options. I'm just going off my quick little look of what the Broncos are going to potentially do next season in terms of their at-home record against teams. Um, I don't know what it's going to look like. But I think the Broncos are going to finally get back to being a over 10 win team with Russell Wilson under center. Um, it's I'm excited personally as a Broncos fan because we get an all pro pro bowler type quarterback out in Russell Wilson into Denver finally for the first time in six years since <clears throat> since Peyton Manning did retire. Um, we just we finally get a top, that top tier guy that we don't have to have a lot of question marks around who, if we're going to move on from um, that year, like we were with Drew Locke. And obviously, Teddy Bridgewater was a bridge quarterback, literally. So, Teddy Two Glove, thank you for your time in Broncos country, but we got a better option now. So, hopefully, you go and succeed elsewhere in the league. Personally, I think Teddy Bridgewater could be going to...
back to the Carolina Panthers. They might realize their mistake of moving out from Teddy Bridgewater and bring him back into the organization because Sam Darnold isn't it, Cam Newton isn't it. They might just go back to Teddy Bridgewater. <clears throat> That's then looking back to that Carolina Panthers game could be a more interesting game because Teddy Bridgewater might be in full revenge mode. Who knows? Um, but that's going to probably be it for me today. Uh, um, on Twitch-wise, I'll be back for a cast of Ill City and Ill City 2.0. That's uh, Dota 2 AD2L teams. Um, but if you want to get a hold of me and talk to me or contact me, uh, there I always have my Instagram at Roar underscore media, my Twitch handles at Simba underscore row, or you can follow the podcast direct Twitter at Denver Sport R on Twitter, or you can come watch me play video games on Twitch, or every Sunday or Saturday, depending on what day I have off for my day job, you can come in and watch me do my podcast live because I might be trying to do this because this is kind of fun. Um, I'm just trying to expand where I get put my media and content at. Um, but uh, that's probably going to be it for me today. Just remember to come follow me on all social medias. And also remember to listen to your po my podcast on whatever podcast platform you listen on. Uh, I have it on every podcast platform you can think of. Um, but that's going to be it for me for today on the podcast. But I'll be back later on Twitch. Uh, to cast a few Dota 2 video Dota 2 uh, officials for the Amateur Dota 2 League um, so I'll be casting those later but if you want to contact me again social medias uh, come back follow me listen in um, yeah uh, that's going to be it for me today it won't leave my friends say, get out of your comfort zone, it's a blessing in disguise. Get out of what you call home, your name is written in the sky. It might feel just like you're on your own, but baby, it's another lie. Remember, you are made. I try to work.